Welcome to episode 11 of Winging It. Pick your bogey. This is this week's episode, as you'll find out why. I have a very buoyant Sam Heskiff and a shadow of the usual man that is Albert, who appears very exhausted from work. <laughs> How are you doing, lads? Better than Albert, I think. <laughs> I'm buoyant by default. About. What are you about? <laughs> He's had a Pacifico. I've had a Pacifico and it's... I've only got to be awake in six hours. Six, no, that's... no, that's. Let's call it six hours. Yeah. But everything's maths, fine. How are you boys? Maths is hard. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. But I am trading on the beers this week because I've got a neck oil from beaver town oh no which is a, a brewery in tottenham <laughs> uh, i thought it was because it was a bit mainstream yeah oh no it's, as far as mainstream beers go this is good now when we was kids and you used to have to fucking carlsberg or carling were your options or staro primer if you wanted to spend 75p more a pint I when, when you were a kid, I was a kid. Yeah. Well, when you're younger, and now these days you get like neck oil on tap everywhere, and this is a lovely beer. Yeah, and it's only six pound eighty five plus VAT. Yeah, but so is every other beer on the whole rung, basically. And it, you get a jazzy glass with a neck oil, don't you? So we get six. Mm. <laughs> That's tiny rebel. Oh fuck! Come on, it is. I know. Yeah. Mm. shame yeah my wife's a disaster for stealing pint glasses from pubs i got a couple of beaver town ones in the cupboard when you say your wife's terrible since you just put them in her bag <laughs> yeah well she makes me put them in my bag so she makes me commit the crime oh okay fine fair enough oh, yeah outrageous behavior always thinking but in saying that, she got promoted at work this week. Um, so I'm basically a kept man these days. So I can't complain too much. <laughs> Do her employers know that she's a kleptomaniac? <laughs> <laughs> she did get a promotion this week. Yeah, yeah. G- given her profession, I'm not sure she's... Um, yeah, I think she'd be straight out the door. <clears throat> and then straight, in- straight into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> to drown her sorrows. <laughs> And steal mm. the glasses. Anyway, look, you, Albert, are in no position whatsoever to be trying to give it large to anyone this week. Why? Uh, looking back at last week's episode, and I'll quote, it ain't going to be a Sheffield United. I think we can all safely say that. I'll right. say it again. <laughs> it ain't going to be a Sheffield United. Right. Okay. Now, who here can count? <laughs> well, not you, I, apparently. I already, I already said maths is hard. I've covered myself there. <laughs> mm. I, I can count how many goals Palace got. I got four right. separate text messages at half time, going, "I'm going to murder Albert," or Fuck something. Off, and I'm no, like, no, I'm not having this. <laughs> I'm not having this. This literally, there's literally a hundred percent difference between <laughs> Sheffield United's result and our result. I think we scored, we conceded more goals off the back of your comment than we'd conceded in about a year in in one half of football. It wasn't a, it wasn't a Sheffield it wasn't a Sheffield United was it? It wasn't a Sheffield United. The word your words were ringing in Mark Gay's ears as he <laughs> stumbled to let whatever that beige midfielder is score. Don't know what you're on about. Name? I can't even know. Didn't what watch it. Name is. Didn't watch it. Was it? Was that the one who's going travelling? Was it Longstaff? Long, yeah, yeah, Longstaff, Longstaff. That's it. Going travelling. Mm. I wish he'd go fucking travelling before he played us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he travelled quite easily through our midfield yeah. defence. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I I don't think I'm too far out saying that first half performance has to be our worst in the last three years <laughs> bonkers yeah, bad, bad. <laughs> really bad and and not just a few players playing badly every <laughs> single outfield player was bad mm. it was impressively bad 
Yeah. It's just one of those things that went like the worst thing we can do given how we play away from home is concede early. Yeah. And, you know, under the pretense that then we'll have to come out to try and score a goal. But for it to be such a fluky goal as well. And then oh, have we- the... we- Weird, because the commentator reckons he absolutely meant it. That commentator has got black and white stripes tattooed on him. He must do. It's it's fucking disgusting. I I don't even know who it was. Scottish bloke. No, I don't. Yeah. I think everyone who listened to the feed or whatever that we did felt the same. Mm. And to be fair, I've got got to give Vanessa credit. Obviously, I give Vanessa credit all all day, every day. But for ages, when we watch on telly, she's just like, why don't you just mute it? Because you get pissed off at the commentators all the time. (laughs) And then in the second half of the Newcastle game, game, I did mute it. And it's way better. It's way better without commentary. Yeah, you um, mean you, so you didn't enjoy the commentator saying that Edouard deserved the yellow and Trippier didn't? That was even though Trippier started it. The the last straw was <laughs> when they showed the replay where Trippier pushed Edouard, Edouard pushed him back, and the commentator said, "Well, I don't know what Trippier's supposed to have done there, but De- Edouard definitely deserved a yellow." That was it. Off commentary off. Um. Trippier, probably that should have been his second yellow as well, given that tackle we put in on Mitchell mm. early doors. That was a rough tackle. I'm it surprised nothing tackle. even came up and looks at it because he flew in from quite far away. But um, mm. the only highlight is from the whole game, I think pretty much, was Franca came on and actually looks like a footballer, <laughs> despite despite Roy's comments. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Like, I'm sure we'll get onto Roy's comments, which I thought were a bit odd. But yeah, it's nice to know that we've sort of all built Francer up. As much as we all want to be like, you know, he's not going to be a one-man team. He's not going to be like the best player in the league straight away or whatever. But it is nice to see him be quite confident and be able to ping in a nice corner. You know, mm. like we haven't bought an absolute donkey for 20 million quid or whatever it is. So, um, Where did he slot in? He sort of no, played it's ten. 10, yeah. Linked up with Jez pretty well, I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was good. He came looking for the ball. He took all the corners, which were good. Yeah, so he was very like... Overawed. Exactly. Did all did all the simple things well. Did complicated things well as well. He just, you know, everything about him, he just, his decision-making looked good. Um, yeah, I was really, really impressed. But it's also hard... Does that include to- signing for us? oh it's we're gonna we're gonna get into more of his decision making in a minute but he was very like you know sorry newcastle at this point were four new up and cruising and Mm -hmm. basically taken you know gone into reverse gear and basically let us have the ball and you know just attempted the odd counter every now and then it wasn't like you know it was newcastle at full intensity by that point but hey oh but then he goes off to um, Sutton to to play against Monaco in the what's it called? I don't know, it's Premier. No, it's like the Premier uh, International Cup or something. Or something, yeah. Uh, gets a he plays the first half in that, doesn't he? Forty five minutes. Yeah. And now there's a, there's uh, enough propaganda in the world these days without Palace joining in and saying that France has scored this goal. <laughs> For anyone who hasn't seen it, corner comes into the near post. Franca maybe gets a slight touch on a flick on, yeah. which continues square about four yards away from the goal line. And then it gets turned in by either a defender or Ozo, whoever got the touch. What does Franca do, Heskiff? <laughs> well, I think a lot of people have sort of said it, but it's like he scored his first goal for the first team, you know, like a last minute winner. He sort of jumps up and down, punches the air, sort of runs over to the to the stand behind the dugouts where apparently his family were all filming on their phones, punching the air and that. But I think the best bit of it is whilst he's doing all that, the rest of the team literally just walk back to the centre circle. No one's even putting their hands in the air. It's just like, all right, come on, let's get on with yeah. it. I mean, Twitter is still, everything, all the stuff, I think the stats and everything say it's still his goal, right? <laughs> like, it's just... I mean, to be fair, the, the problem is... Obviously, it wasn't shown because of whatever silly international streaming rights or whatever. But because it's at Sutton United in 
in some sort of again trophy we don't even know the title of the camera works not great it's miles away there's no multiple angles or you're not going to get your <laughs> you know access all eagles or whatever it's called access all over <laughs> so it's just like fuck him and he's he's run off the strongest so he must have scored but yeah i don't know i'd be very surprised if no one else touched it Access all eagles might be a better name for it. You know, I was earlier this season after going to watch Bristol Rovers at Charlton. Their version of it is called close quarters, you know, because they wear quarters. Yeah, close up to the pitch side is nice. The access all areas just a bit. Don't know. Do better. Yeah, Albert. Yo, your, your boy Ferguson played ninety minutes. Did he? at centre back um, and he's only his third 90 minutes in three and a half years or something he's on the comeback trail that's promising isn't it that is promising how long is he out for (laughs) (laughs) well given that average about a year and six months I think to his next 90 minutes but nice lovely to have him you know on on the comeback I'm sure he's still a million miles away from Premier League football at this point, but um, good you know to see him back. What's wild is we bought him as like a really, really promising youngster. We're really excited to see him. He's 23 now. Mm. Like, yeah, that's it. I don't know what to say. Good, good mm. for him. He's really good. Like, you know, basically all the experience in the world as a community outreach person. He can walk, be, into, walk into any job if he if he updated his LinkedIn. He's going <laughs> to say he's gonna kick off. He's going to kick off the marathon march next year. <laughs> Could he be the first Palace player in history where his first full of ninety minutes appearance is his own testimonial? <laughs> and that's the longest appearance he's had. Yeah. <laughs> Who would we play against? Everyone else who's been injured over the last ten years. Sutton. Sutton, but in Monaco. I'll be up for that. I'll take it. It'd just be a team of right-backs. Well, Jack Jack Hunt would be there, because he's another right-back. Ward, Klein. Yes. Mariapa. Mariapa. Mm. Martin Kelly. Fossu Mensah. Mark Edworthy. Darcy Blake. Mark Edworthy. Mark Edworthy, alone, I would go to that game for. Emerson. Emerson, Emerson the rascal boys. Yeah, Jamie Smith. Curtis Fleming, Jamie Ooh. Smith, Jazz Richards. Remember Jamie? <laughs> Do you remember Jamie Smith's dodgy header in the Stockport when we we I think yeah. we, we were we one up, weren't we? And then he did yeah. this dodgy really header Kalenko. back to Kalinko. <laughs> oh, don't worry, safe hands. Oh, Never in doubt. Oh, Timothy Fossumanza was a shout, man. Where is he? Is he still? He's he's probably still at United, isn't he? Still a United player. Fill time, I'll tell you. (laughs) Hang on. At at United, but on loan is my. Yeah, that's a good. Let's have a look. Is my shout. In Belgium. Um, (laughs) Oh, he's actually. He's got a permanent move, guys. Although he's played 21, 23 games in two years. He's smashing it. Um, He's at Leverkusen. Oh. Mm. But he's got the most appearances he's had in the league since he signed for them in a season is 11. Mm. And he played, 20, he played 21 games for Palace. That's the most he's ever played in a season. So that's a damning indictment of that season, really, isn't it? Was he at Fulham the season before? After. He came to us. It was that after. After. And apparently he only played 12 games for them. So they realised yeah. how shit he was in half the time. <laughs> it's well, um... they watched him play for us. <laughs> yeah, he just they just they just played him twelve times just to be sure. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll turn it around this time. No, no, we were right the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's really tough for these Manchester United youngsters that aren't good enough for United because since Sunderland aren't in the Premier League anymore, their natural route <laughs> yeah, to the Premier go? League club has been ruined. <laughs> Sunderland and Borough are no longer, <laughs> yeah. are no longer with us. 
<laughs> but what's 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 mad is they're now signing that like Johnny Evans has gone back to Man U. It's gone full circle. They're that shit that they're signing them back. Yeah, they the card. They actually kind of loving him at the moment as well. Apparently, he's been doing all right um, as far as <laughs> when, when you're lining up next to Harry Maguire. <laughs> mm, indeed. Um, so, goodness, we're playing Spurs this week. And needless to say, our record is a fucking dreadful against them. So it's got us got us thinking about bogey teams that we've had down the years. And I think probably Spurs is a shout to be up there as all-time bogey team, really. Mm. They are, um, since we've got promoted back to the Premier League, two wins in 20 oh, Jesus. in the league, which would have been... Punchin in yeah. in Padre's first game, mm-hmm. and, and then Edward's um, debut. You know? Yeah, the last the last time Spurs came to Sellers Park when they were top of the league. It's got to be an omen. Great. <laughs> Albert, any, pred- any predictions after last week? Or <laughs> were they top of the? Yeah, yeah it's not going it to be. That, it's it's that, not going to be Sheffield United. <laughs> the season was only three games old, though. That time yes so they would i think they'd won their first three games like one nil or something i remember a few seasons ago they were top of the league and they really scraped past us at white hart lane and hoiberg in his post oh, i think yeah. it was an early kickoff hoiberg in his post-match interview was like well this is what happens you know you get tough games people want to people want to come for you when you're when you're the best you've been top for about fucking eight minutes yeah <laughs> not even the defending everyone, everyone, champions it was like it was like everyone raises their game when they play you know it's a cup final yeah. for them when they play it's not <laughs> yeah but um if, if it was I'm a cup sure Victor Wanyama Victor Wanyama <laughs> beat our, all our defend, defence for a header I seem to remember I remember, Luke, I remember Lucas Moura beating our fucking defence for a header and he's five foot no, no, there will be no Anderson Slada on this pod. Okay, <laughs> no, this I predates. Name, I name no names. Doesn't this pre this predates Anderson? Doesn't it? All of this. Who who was it? Who more we got above? Yeah, it was Anderson. It was Anderson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was. Oh dear. Sorry. I mm. take it back. Sorry, Joa. That was that was that Boxing Day game where I persuaded friend of the pod adjacent Dr to drive me, and I don't know why he said yeah, and then. Uh, because you persuaded him you've already answered that part (laughs) I don't know how then Um, (laughs) I don't want to know how either yeah (laughs) steady Uh, and then he instantly regretted it when yeah Moura jumped over Anderson well talking of um, bogeys um, Boxing Day could probably be our bogey day (laughs) given that we've lost 3-0 is it on the last three Boxing Days We've got Chelsea this year, haven't we? No, good news. Good news. I thought it might have to be moved. Ooh. Because they have to reschedule a fixture with Wolves, which is looking at being Christmas Eve. So Christmas Eve? Eve? It will be the first Premier League game on Christmas Eve since 1995. Bloody hell. Mm. So well, if that, that in- gets... I Whoever don't know the away it, team is is going to be pissed yeah, off at that. Yeah, yeah, standard. But unless you get Boxing Day off, then as well. But yeah, I doubt they'll make Chelsea or Wolves play twice in two days. Yeah. So, but we'll have to see. So maybe we'll not have to worry about losing three 0 to Chelsea on Boxing Day after all. We'll just worry about losing three 0 to Chelsea <laughs> on the twenty eighth instead. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So Spurs. A joint fifth all time in our worst win ratios <laughs> for any team we've ever played. So we've only beaten them in eighteen percent of the games we've played. Them. Oh, that's pretty rough. So there's five teams above them, and this is all competitive fixtures. So you you can guess, you can have stabs at the other five. One of them we only played twice. So we've only ever played twice, and it's a bit of a red herring. So have a stab. Um, Who's our worst win ratios against? Man United's probably out there, isn't it? Yep. So Man United is the same as Spurs, but 
I think in we've played Spurs maybe more times or something. I don't know, but okay. yeah, the tie the tiebreaker May United finished just above Spurs. Liverpool, no. So we, we put that to bed when we won three in a row at Anfield and stuff like that. That put pace out. It's still in like the twenty percent, low twenty percent. Brought the average down. Yeah, is Arsenal? Get, yeah, it is. Arsenal is second. And again, we, that's, we've only beat them in 10% of the games we've played. And that has been basically all in the last few years. Recently, basically. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a relief because I know that I've said on pods loads and loads that I thought I'd never see us beat Arsenal in my life. Mm. And it only feels like recently that I have seen us beat Arsenal. So it's good to know mm. that that's the case for basically everyone. How many are we missing? So you've got United and Arsenal. Then So there's three more teams. One of them we've only ever played twice. Twice, yeah. Mm. Uh, how, historic, how historic is it? Uh, in our lifetimes, we played them oh. twice in the late nineties, and it wasn't it wasn't in the league. Torquay. No, Tor- Torquay. We've Torquay have never beaten Actually, us. Actually, no, because we yeah, I was going to say we won those games. So yeah, that's a, Torquay that's a have never beaten us. Yeah, played them twice in the late nineties. Not in the league. In but the it league. was competitive-ish. Oh, Samson Sport. <laughs> Samson Sport. <laughs> Samson Sport. Yeah, 2-0, 2-0, reverses. I'll yeah. never play you again. <laughs> they're actually, I think they're bottom of the league this year at the moment. Who's well. laughing right. now? Mm. So uh, got, Norwich. So, no, so Norwich, we're up the other end of the table. We've played Norwich an awful lot. They're one of the teams we've played the most. But have we beaten them? The yeah, most? yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty odd, forty three ish percent, something like that, around there. Wins against Norwich. So you've got both teams are in the both teams in the Premier League now. Um, Forest. No, no. Fuck. One one of them weirdly, <laughs> it's the the team just below Arsenal at fourteen point three percent. But we've never actually lost to them. That's Brentford. E- Brentford, there you go. <laughs> Seven games, Jesus one wins, six draws. Yeah, that's mad. <laughs> it is mad. Isn't it? Seven times, bloody hell. Yeah. And then there's one team left. London club. Not Chelsea. Watford. Is it? Chelsea. There you go. Watford. You wish. You wish, and then not in the Premier League, mate. I said current Premier League team. <laughs> all right, all right, fucking split heads. But then, in terms of just bogey clubs, though, not looking at the stats, just who you feel like is a bogey club for Palace? Who you got? Well, I think mine. I'm sure we'll come into players as well. But one because I went recently, it's been okay. But every basically every time I went away to Southampton, we just get comfortably beaten. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where I was like, I just I don't think I'm going to go again. But now we, we've sort of turned it around a bit. No, I think but, that just that's a, that's a Heskiff bogey team. No, just on the grounds of games you saw because we have yeah. good wins there as well. Yeah, well, it's a sort of the same with Newcastle to be honest. I mean, we covered it last week, but I think I've been to St James's Park five times. So I've literally never seen a score. Mm. <laughs> but then a lot of those, like we covered, a lot of those are like nil nils, and we've won we've won a few. The odd one nil as well. So. Yeah, no, Newcastle's not great. That's definitely they're one of the worst win ratios as well. Uh, after Tottenham, it's Swansea, which is yeah, fucking horrible bogey team for us. Yeah, um, I think we had before that sort when we saw a lot scored in 2018 in the League Cup. We beat them one nil at their place. We had one win in the 14 games before that. Now, talking of bogeys, um, <laughs> yeah, Bristol City in my head is is yes. quite bogeyish, hundred yeah, percent. Specifically, Bristol City away. Specifically, Bristol City away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't won at Bristol City since nineteen eighty, and even like oh. we, when we went there a few years back, and they were terrible in the league. They were like right down at the bottom of the league, and we were doing all right in the Prem, and we still lost four one. Yep. And then, yeah, someone ended up throwing Pat Suave's shirt back at him when he threw it into the crowd. <laughs> like, not Pat, yeah, not oh, Pat. <laughs> we got there just as we got. We didn't even see the goal, did we? 
City. We got there just to see Saka <laughs> celebrating. And then it really fucking drastically went downhill after that. For what it's worth, I was there when we did score and we did <laughs> score. So. And Roy, Roy getting punchy in his post-match. Which, because he'd only been there a few weeks, didn't he, at that point? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that was the... Um... Yeah, you're obviously the Huskies are referring there to the ghost goal, mm. which we end up losing that game late as well, didn't we? It was one nil. Yeah, and then I think a couple of we had a couple of results on the bounce there where we conceded late, lost. Yeah, even even in the promotion season, we got tanked for one. There. <laughs> that was the infamous car park game, wasn't it? Yeah, the infamous turning point where. Oh. What was the quote? Had, it's not me that chooses to play four five one or something. <laughs> yeah, it's not me who chooses to play two defensive midfielders every week. Mm. But the sun might come up tomorrow. The sun might come up tomorrow. <laughs> High achiever podcast. Elite mindset, <laughs> that's what it's about. <laughs> exactly. Um, Preston in the cup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stinky. You saw a Wilbraham goal there, though, didn't you? I did. I saw one so of the two you've... Aaron Wilbraham goals. You've always got Wilbs. Yeah. Lovely cross from Johnny Williams. Nodded it home to get us back in it. But they went straight up the other end of the score twice. Eh? I don't remember us having much joy against Cardiff. Mm. Apart from the apart from the Premier League. Um, yeah. The, the infamous, we found out, we only beat them because we knew the team they were putting out, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I don't know if that one counts on the record book. Um, Freeman, you grass. Um, <laughs> but I don't Freeman? remember getting much... Was it Freeman? It was Freeman that grassed us up, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, we grassed us up a bit. Oh, wasn't it Ian Moody? It was, an Ian, yeah. was Moody involved somewhere as well, yeah. To be fair, I think I think Friedman's probably redeemed himself <laughs> with, the, with the players we brought. <laughs> I'll take I'll take a grassed up team sheet for a Elise and Decore. Who was that? Was so Oli Gunnar Solskjaer would have been Cardiff's manager in that game, wasn't he? Yeah, and we yeah. played for Cardiff. Oh, it was a brilliant day. That was yeah, yeah. that was great. That game. Oh, all the Cardiff fans giving it Ayatollah Zaha, and he's just ignoring them. And then he comes over to the away end. <laughs> comes over to the away end to take a throw in, and he's clapping the away end. It's brilliant. What a guy. Absolutely brilliant. But outside of that, I don't remember us getting much joy against Cardiff ever. Mm. Yeah, the uh, League Cup semi final obviously right. sticks in the brain. That second leg yeah. was rough. That second leg was so rough, man. Shit for the entire game. Goes to penalties. Every neutral watch. Every neutral watching that is like. Palace are going to win this penalty shootout because they've been so bad. No, we just shit at that as well. Didn't Paddy McCarthy get sent off in that game? He did. In the yeah. keep it tight, don't don't do anything stupid. Own goal from was it was it Gardner? Own goal <laughs> five, Gardner, five minutes yeah. in, and then Paddy on a booking sprinting to the halfway line, punting someone into Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> Equally though, there will be no Anthony Gardner slide oh. on this pod either. You know I love Anthony Gardner. The, the Rolls-Royce Rolls of a defender. The biggest farce of all time is him not winning player of year that year. Farce. Oh, outrageous. Disgusting. That's behavior. why he was so angry. It's just, yeah, bless him. Bless him. He I think that, that, year. that year on Twitter, I had a poll with like nearly 4,000 votes on it. And Anthony Gardner won at a canter. And I told him on the night as I presented him the Red and Blue Army Player of the Year award. <laughs> t-shirt that everyone got around that time i was like you won the true vote mate this is the one that counts it's the one that counts and t- he looked at the t-shirt and he was like they were like sort of cartoonized pushes he was like have they even put the sweat on my armpits there in that picture <laughs> i was like yes anthony it's very very ultra realistic <laughs> don't tell him but on the next episode of ambrose's youtube video they're going to make him out of lego <laughs> got a thank you for the support message from Darren Ambrose he's very happy 
we'll 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 use that as a try and get him on the pod kind of thing. He might only want to talk about Lego, but if we can build sell us part Lego with him, don't get Albert started on what's Lego and what's not Lego. <laughs> not again. <laughs> again, he's seething, silently seething on cam. Listen, I'm sure Darren Ambrose feels very similar. I'm sure he does. And before we move off bogey teams, it would be a miss not to, for some of the older listeners who will shout Shrewsbury Town, will be shouting Shrewsbury Town down wherever they are listening to this to. Um, yeah, Cole, we, uh, we beat them 4-1 in 2015 in the League Cup. But before that, I think it was like one win in 13 games against them. And they used to just turn us over all of the time in the sort of like in the mid 80s and stuff when we were actually you know kind of good <laughs> like you know building towards that crescendo of how well we performed in the late 80s early 90s but couldn't beat Shrewsbury Town so there you go and then there's players of course no Harry Kane anymore for Spurs so that's one bogey player gone 11 goals and five assists against us. Oh. <laughs> but unfortunately, they got another bogey player in Human Son. Seven goals and two assists. It just felt like every time we went away to Spurs for a period, it was 1 0 Son. Do you remember that? Well, particularly yeah. when they were at Wembley. It'd be like least- Hugo Lloris turning into oh. the best goalie in the world <laughs> and Son scoring on the break. I, th- I I know every fan does this, but. For the first few games where Son scored against us, I was like, I feel like he doesn't score against anyone but us. At least now he scores against everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make it any easier when he scores against us again. But, mm. but yeah, with, with Lloris, my God, like there was a game at the old Tottenham Stadium. I think it was a nil-nil one where Yala did that, whatever that 360, yeah. whatever FIFA move is. <laughs> and we played really, really well that game. And I, someone had a shot. It was... I don't know if it was the same season. I remember maybe Bakary Sacco had a shot, like a really good. And from the angle we were at, there was no way it wasn't going in. And then yeah. somehow Lurie saved it. I'm like, just give us one fucking game. And then you'd watch him the next week and he'd like do a Hennessy and nutmeg himself. Yeah. Really well, there was, even that, there was even that one year, I think it was the game at Wembley, when um, Lurie was out and we were like, finally... And, and then Gazanega yeah. just turned in the maddest performance of his career. <laughs> Mad. <laughs> mm. So even when they're shit, we can't beat them. And now they're not. Can't but, wait for Friday, guys. Mm. Uh, Harry Kane's 16 goals, goal involvements against us is matched by a certain Sadio Mane. <laughs> Who's who's now what now's playing in front of five hundred people in Saudi Arabia, really, I think. So <laughs> about the attendances they're getting. Have you seen this, Albert? No, uh, I didn't know really he's gone J- to Saudi. Jordan Jordan Henderson's team. Who's got he's got who's it? Henderson, Wijnaldum, a couple of other the big names that went out there uh, in his team. Steven Gerrard's the manager. They lost one nil away the other day in front of six hundred and ninety six people. <laughs> wow. It's not about the money, though. It's about the legacy. So <laughs> just remember that. Yeah, it's not not going so well out there, and they're, and they're talking about doubling the capacity of their stadium. Like, for what? Yeah, fourteen hundred people. The problem is, you still got a long wait for a beer in that stadium. <laughs> can't buy one. I mean, you didn't need to. Did you need to add the second part to that? <laughs> Oh, jokes that don't need explaining. There Sorry, yeah. Just cut it out, Samantha. Cut it out. No, don't. Leave it in. Lock it in. But yeah, thirteen goals against us, Mane, with another three assists. Just ridiculous. God, yeah. Whoever he played for, did it while he was at Southampton. Did it while he was at Liverpool. It wasn't. Just didn't care. And then who's next on my list? Who am I going to have? Goal-scoring machine against us. I'm trying to think who who caused, caused one of the most toxic moments at Sellers Park in recent history. Oh God! In recent history. Yeah, think back. Premier League, new Premier League era, about eight years ago. 
When was that? Fucking race to, race, to, race towards the Homesdale and Lob Speroni. And the place went absolutely fucking bananas. <laughs> Jamie Vardy, was it? I love how you've erased this game from your memory. Sunderland at home, Jermaine Defoe. Oh, God. Fucking oh. <laughs> hell, I wish I had erased that from my memory. I think Sunderland had scored about four goals in about six months. <laughs> it just came and absolutely peppered us. I remember like going up the stairs. And in the time it took me to get from my seat to the back of the Homesdale to try and get a beer and just erase the game of my memory, Defoe scored twice. <laughs> Still wasn't a Sheffield United though, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't a Sheffield United, but wowzers. Yeah, Jermaine Defoe, 10 goals against us and one assist Ten. in his time, yeah. 10, wow, I didn't... I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have obviously I remember well now I remember that game but I don't remember feeling particularly bogeyed by Jermaine Defoe oh god you're mad I feel, yeah really really was I think you've got a lot of people who think that as well um, someone mentioned Vardy six goals one assist but um, he's across a lot more games than most people as well so it's not it doesn't look as impressive um, at a total level in terms of goals per game against us your boy Erling Haaland Albert obviously just last season to go by has got four in two against us shit though isn't he Over, overrated he's got shit hair overrated that, that negates some of the goals his hair big big idiot <laughs> Yeah, um, when when have we got them? Is it coming up? Hopefully not oh, for. Yeah. That might be that might be a Sheffield United Albert. Yeah, we've we've missed the one week window where they have their flop for the season, and you want to play them. It's already happened. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if if you got any more, let us know on social media. Who did we miss? I can I can I can't think of any more. Paul Pescasolido. Paul Pescasolido. <laughs> I, w- I was there that night when he scored from about 15 yards offside at Sheffield United in, I think it's a League Cup quarter final. Outrageous. It was. So, that all builds us up to Spurs this week, <clears throat> where I would say top of the league Spurs on a Friday night. How do you, how you feeling about Friday nights? Heskiff, start with you. Um, yeah, I mean, Friday nights in general are all right. Friday nights for football, not really for me. I'm sure it'll be even less for me when we get absolutely pumped. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I suppose just get out of the way. That's it. Get out of the way. I don't know. I I think I'm kind of for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like just straight from work. I, on on some beers and then um yeah get the game in get your whole weekend to go to like i'm under some sort of like duress to have to go to palace games on the weekend like i could have made it yeah well i suppose yeah but um i mean i like i like night games in general just friday feels feels better like friday to me is like if there's football on telly on a friday it's championship game Hmm. I don't really think I don't really think of Palace playing on a Friday night, but hey, hold that I'll thought. Be there. <laughs> Might become the new you know, Fortress Sellers. Do you remember was that Tuesday night record we had for years? Well, we didn't we didn't lose for God knows how long. Ages, wasn't it? Mm. <clears throat> Not bad, but yeah, I'm I'm think, I think I'm for it. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how it goes. Dry run. Um, drinks after. Well, it's all right when you live four minutes away. <laughs> Look, we discussed how easy it is to get to Sellers Park last week, mate. We don't need to do it again. It's easy. Huh. <laughs> are, you, you can... are you at the game, Albert? No, I won't be there on Friday, unfortunately. I'd have to leave work at like <laughs> one in the afternoon to get there. <laughs> 
That is absolute nonsense. You'd get a 20 minute train into Thornton Heath. Don't lie. What, from Reading? From Reading? Yeah, pretty much. Why not? Get Red- out of it. Reading's got the fucking tube now. They won't give it to Streatham or Norbury, but they'll give it to Reading. Oh, the, li- oh, the Lizzie line. Yeah, exactly. Do it on an Oyster card. Backfired. She's dead. Fucking. <laughs> 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 mm. Yeah, that's the thing with like legacy things, though. Is, you know. Anyway, like I say, I won't be there on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, try to segue out of that. Anyway, <laughs> I've been to far too many games recently. You have. I went to I went to three games in a row, which is just unheard of for me. So I should probably let someone else have a turn. And you, you didn't see us concede a goal either, did you? Uh, well, I didn't see us concede. I also didn't see a score because I oh, got there true. after Anderson, literally just as Anderson put the ball in the net, and that's when I came in. So, yeah, technically, I didn't see any goals. Over those three games, I mean, I I take a nil nil against Tottenham for sure. <laughs> this is the same conversation as last week. <laughs> I got the nil right. Okay. For Palace. <laughs> yeah. Also good on the other side. Um, yeah. Last week we talked about how stingy our defence was, Oof. and we went and conceded four. So let's Not go eight. and talk about. Not eight. <laughs> Let's go and talk about how shit we are in front of goal and hopefully it has the same effect. We are now the joint lowest scorers in the Premier League. Joint. Joint Ever. lowest scorers. Am We're, I right in saying Luton have more goals than Palace? They do indeed. Mm, We're, right. Andros, that's the Andros Townsend effect. It is. <laughs> Happy for him. Happy that he got a contract somewhere. He better not score against us. I'll tell you that. I won't be happy. Given. Come he on. will, but he better of not. He will. <laughs> Absolutely will. Um, but yeah, we've got seven goals in nine games this season. We've only we've only had four different players score. Well, uh, also three of those goals were in one game against Wolves. That's not great. Mm, exactly. Do you do you think then? Because we played Edouard and Mateta against um, Newcastle with Edouard out left, as much as I love him, did not help tie a great deal. Fucking suicide. Here you go, and Kieran Ty- Trippier. Just do yeah. what you want. <laughs> I mean, the, the combination of Ty having an absolute stinker and Edouard not helping him at all. Just, just watching him have a stinker yeah. from further up the pitch. <laughs> do, do you think that um, Roy will then play Eddie up front, drop Mateta and play... Whoever's fit, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see with that. But I, because the, the it wasn't just that. Obviously, what they were trying to do was Hughes. I guess was the one who was of the midfield three who was supposed to sort of become that extra left sided player, and it just yeah. didn't. It just didn't work. Like the balance no. was just way off, um, and they were just chasing shadows. So I'd, I'd be very surprised if we saw that three again in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to see Decore and Loma back, but you know, not in a flat midfield three. I'd always, they were kind of trying to do it. One would stay deep, and the other two would go a bit further forward. But it was just a mess, and it, it, it seemed like it had been, <coughs> it'd been worked on the few days before the game, and it was just not right. And they just picked us apart, and it, that as a result, that first half was just horrible viewing. So you see, when you're just seeing Lerma, who's positionally really good, just look all over the place and having to sort of, you know, bust the gut just to try and get back into position and chase, chase things around. He just looked like he was chasing shadows. It was, yeah, it was all a bit of a mess really. So I'll be interested to see how he does do it. We, we were joking that <laughs> Jeffrey Schlupp comes out of the team and we concede four. <laughs> yeah. I've got it. I've been getting it wrong this whole time. It turns out the glue holding the entire team together actually is Jeffrey Schlupp. Mm. Wow. Well. It may, may, you know, maybe it is his turn of pace that just worries people and stops them over committing and flooding onto our back line. Who Listen, knows? If if he's fit, he's back in the team, and we all know it. So <laughs> we'll, we can test it out if he's fit. And if he's not fit, Roy's having a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, how? I mean, 
Go on. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'd be, I don't, you know, he's not going to, I'd be very surprised if he started Jez and I, he's, he's not going to start France. Huh? But I wonder if, <clears throat> if the game's a bit closer than obviously it was against Newcastle when it's three or four nil, whatever, would he bring them on to try and change the game? Or do you reckon he'll just try and see out if we're a nil nil? Hmm. I want to sort of like get the result. I, Again, just I think we're beating a drum with Willie B. I'd just rather JP on the bench to come on as you know a plan B bit yeah. of you know lanky lanky giraffe type chaos factor <laughs> coming on for the last twenty minutes to scare teams. I just think he just he's exposed too much because he, he just works much better in a game that we're you know trying to get a goal. I think versus mm. one where he's having to do a lot more for the team. Um, so yeah, so I hope it is Edouard going back up top. Elise is apparently going to be available for selection this weekend, but I can't see him starting. Obviously, no, but... I don't want to push it, especially with the games coming up <laughs> afterwards. You don't want to push him too quick. Yeah, in an ideal world, he gets ten fifteen minutes at the end of this game on the weekend, starts to get some minutes under his belt, and gets back starting as soon as possible. But yeah, I guess it depends how fit what France's natural fitness is like and so on. But I mean, in that last 20 minutes, he did more than enough to get a start. If, if you're going to base it on um, merit and so on. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. And then it gives the balance back in the team. If you, cause then you can throw him in at 10. Yeah. Potentially. Um, but yeah, I, just, I don't know. I guess it is, a lot of it's going to depend on injuries and where we're at, but yeah, that, that midfield three, I hope we don't see that again because it's pretty ugly. Yeah, um, agreed. So after an astonishing return to predictions last week, well, we split the difference, Albert. I predicted 2-0 Newcastle. You said it won't be Sheffield United, so it was somewhere in between. <laughs> fit, fit, You're welcome. 100% either way. Uh, <laughs> um, what are you going for this week? Um. I can't say I've seen Spurs play a lot. It's, gonna be, season, it's, 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 not, it's not going to be a Wigan, is it? <laughs> it's not going to be a Wigan. It's not going to be a Scunthorpe. Um, it might be I a think, <laughs> It might be a Scunthorpe. Uh, I think we'll probably lose a narrowly 1-0. Mm. That's good. I think we're going to lose 3 now. Oh. I think it's going to be a rough one. Happy weekend, everyone. Yeah. What yeah. about you, T? An opt, an optimistic nil-nil. <laughs> Very optimistic nil-nil. I don't know. I just can't see how we're going to score. No. At the moment. No. They don't concede a lot, do they? No. But, you know, Sheffield United did go there and they had to score two goals in injury time. I was going to say that good at scoring late goals... Yeah, Tottenham. So it's going to be a, a long old game for us, I think. Yeah, and they have. They, yeah, they've been. I mean, they're not top of the league by chance, are they? They're obviously a, a good team, and they've got a good feel good factor around them. Pretty much everyone seems to be in love with their manager. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, and I was saying this to my Spurs mates today. You know, they've bar I think Liverpool, which that you know you can argue they shouldn't have won. And two all against Arsenal. They've actually, they've not had too many tough games. You know, they, they rolled over a soft Man United as well. But even we did that. So, however, you know, we are one of the teams where you would, you would fall into that. We've not really played anybody fucking mega mate. So, yeah, chances are, we're not going to have much joy. Yeah, I can I can see it now. The post match, couple of Spurs players they talk to. Sellers, really difficult place to come under the lights. So it's always nice to pick up a tough win here. (laughs) Spurs bloke said that to me yesterday at the stage. He said, well, it's tough. I said, fuck off. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Such a myth. Mm. Yeah. But hey, so there you have it. Not, Not much positivity to spread around in terms of what we think might happen. But I'm, I'm positive we'll lose. (laughs) <laughs> yes hope, hopefully some players coming back though and we'll get a chance to see Elise for the first time this season and hopefully some more minutes from Franca 
who, yeah, despite Roy Hodgson's comments, does actually look like he knows how to kick a football. So, good job. Um, it's not an international break next week or anything, is it? We've got some, we've got some opponents. We've got Burnley. Off, off. After you begging for a lift, I, f- I, f- I feel like I might know of one. I'll let I'll let you know off air. Nice. Might have a chance of getting you up there. Um, and that's when we'll fucking lose to Burnley, isn't it? <laughs> it will be. Cut two, one nil Burnley. <laughs> and last point of order before we go. Congratulations to the Palace for Life Foundation for reaching the hundred thousand pound target off the back of the marathon march. Uh what do you get? It must be around hundred and two ish K now. I haven't I haven't checked today. Um, you know, Heskiff's like field time. I'll tell you what it is. Phil, Phil, Phil. But yeah, record record breaking year numbers and money raised and yeah, really great. Uh, Albert, uh, you 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 were responsible for a good twenty percent of that, weren't you? In the end, uh, yeah. Well, after they chucked my face on the congratulations <laughs> hundred grand poster, I'm sure donations only continue to flood in. <laughs> it's actually it's actually less than it was. People are taking their money out. <laughs> what is um, it then the current the, no, the current total at the moment is 101,431 amazing really good yeah. really really good you made an appearance in the video Terence didn't you I did holding up eight fingers saying eight miles left to which you were like let me just make a little caption I shared it on the Instagram socials there you go didn't use our interview, did they? And I, I think I remembered that. Um, yeah, given I I yeah, you sw- given that you a you swore. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I dropped an f bomb. <laughs> b b, you talked about how easy it was. No, Stro- no, no, no. I talked about how you said it was easy. <laughs> There's a difference. And it is. And anyone who's listening who hasn't done it before, do it. Like increase the numbers next year, get another fifty people on top, make that, you know, get that hundred grand, break that record next year. Because it and is it is, it's doable. It's very, very doable. Very doable. It's fucking it's fucking doable, I think is what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Chris Grierson just grimacing at us. It's like, give me something to use, lads. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's saving it for the director's cut or something. Yeah, something like that. Maybe he'll just may, maybe we can ask him to pin it together and just send it to us for, for our. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we were there to do the interview because Heskiff lagging behind didn't turn up for another twenty minutes. So, I was supporting my amazing wife actually. So, <laughs> I take the moral victory. <laughs> well. Anyway, look, thank you to everybody for listening. As always, Heskiff, Albert, thank you very much. Thanks to Samantha for producing and thanks to Breaking Saints for the theme song. Until next week when we play Burnley at the Palace.